Hi, I'm Noah Postma. And I'm Jackson Greer. Welcome to the Info Cafe. All right, we're going to go ahead and jump right in to our uh, Culture Club. Yes, we are. We had a, another trailer drop that I think we, we are both heavily anticipating this, this film. Mm -hmm. The second uh, installment in the Kingsman, hopefully series. Hopefully yeah, series. franchise. But this, this film is called Kingsman, The Golden Circle. And, ooh, boy, does it look fun. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. And the, the first one, Kingsman uh, Secret Service. Secret Service. Yeah, that was... That was just a really, really fun, fun movie, and it, it was, it was a fresh, new, like unique take on that whole sort of spy genre, mm -hmm. uh, and I think in twenty fourteen, which is like a really good movie for a film, or good, good, good year, good, really twenty fourteen was a really good year for film, for film, uh, and Kingsman I think was often kind of overshadowed because it wasn't necessarily yeah. a serious movie. Uh, no, I mean, you have Samuel Jackson speaking with the lisp most yeah, of the time. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a serious one. It wasn't, you know, an award season mm -mm. film at all, but it was definitely... It surprised me. Yeah, it definitely one of the more entertaining films of the year, and probably, if I'm being honest with myself, it snuck in there to the top ten for sure. Really? Wow. Yes. Uh, well, uh, we're going to throw out a little spoiler on the first movie. Colin Firth, uh, the the main mentor of the young protagonist. He, he dies in the first film. Yeah. But in this trailer, the last cut shows, shows a, an image of him yes, shaving. Shaving. So, uh, <laughs> with an eye patch. With an eye patch. Ho yeah. Hopefully that means he's alive. Could be a flashback. We don't know. Could be a, a humanoid. Uh, exactly. Some sort of robot developed to look like him. Could be. Could be. We don't know. A little bit. But that'll be something to look forward to. Yeah, I'm super excited, though. Also... I also, in this the second movie, Golden Circle, um, stars Channing Tatum and Jeff Bridges as American oh American gosh. spies. Yes, <laughs> they've got their cowboy hats on, um, and in the trailer, actually, you see Channing Tatum pumping a double shot, uh, double barrel shotgun, but he never actually fires it. He just uses it to hit people, and that, <laughs> that really personifies the American spy. Yeah, I think in really my does. mind. Yeah, I, I think the whole the, the duo there of, of Channing Tatum and Jeff Bridges. It's something that I would never would have thought of. But like now that I know of mm. it, now that I know it exists, it's something that I definitely needed. You know, you know it makes me think of R.I.P.D., where <laughs> Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds were playing oh, together. Oh man! But if that had been Jeff Bridges and Channing Tatum, who knows? Who knows? We could be talking about R.I.P.D. is is one of the premier films. Channing Tatum, whenever he, he he's quickly becoming one of my one of my favorite mm -hmm. actors right now because he's just because of Magic not, Mike. He, well, yes. First of all, Magic Mike, yes, but. He just, it seems like he's not really taking himself too seriously. Like, he's not afraid to, to get out and do certain roles. Like, in Hail Caesar, Caesar, that was awesome. He had a musical number. He had one scene. Yeah. No, well, he, had, he was well, kidnapped. He, had, he was kidnapped, but. He had one main scene. One main the scene. The important one. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, he performed uh, No Dames, which mm -hmm. is oh, so good. And he, he's hilarious. He's just a genuinely funny dude. 21, 21 and 22 Jump Street as yeah. well. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah. He, he kills it there. And uh, The Eagle. <laughs> Uh, I can't forget about the eagle. Can't forget about the eagle. I actually own that on a DVD. You do. I have it somewhere. I remember watching it with you in middle school. Yeah. Oh boy. I'm watching mm. Aragon. Aragon. Aragon the film. Aragon the book. 
the novel, the series. Yeah. Speaking of books, our good friend Bill O'Reilly. Yep. I'd like to. I'd like to. We talked about him last episode. Um, talked about his exit from Fox News. Mm-hmm. Um, but one one thing that it's, it's a little it's relatively unknown. Before he, he wrote most of his his what's been titled the Killing series. Yeah. Uh, killing Lincoln, Killing Kennedy, Killing Jesus. Those books. He wrote a fictional novel in the '90s called "Those Who Trespass: A Novel of Television and Murder," and in this novel, the the plot centers around this news anchor who has recently been fired, and as a revenge story, he goes and mur- uh, uh, murderously kills each of his former employees who harmed him and fired him. <laughs> Very interesting, considering the huh. the circumstances. Makes you makes you go hmm. Makes you go hmm. Yeah. Well, that is, that is well, odd. I never, profit, I didn't Bill know O'Reilly. about him. That's no, weird. I know it is. He started as a uh, as just a plain fictional writer. Oh, that was his first novel. Well, beginning. One of his first novels. Just just makes you go. Hmm. Yeah, it does. It's, it's a, a a telling of maybe things to come. Did he? I think he had a. He's doing a podcast now. Did it air last night or was it? Air, I guess Monday night. I cannot confirm. Neither deny. <sighs> I wonder. I wonder if it's any good. It's probably just him, like, raging about yeah, what he normally does. All right. Uh, let's talk a little uh, Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Bay. Bay. Yeah. Uh, so, recently had a single come out with The, the Weeknd that was amazing. It was great. Called uh, Lust for Life. Mm. And earlier uh, in February of this year, she had another single called Love. And... They go hand are, in hand. Yeah, they're, they're going to be uh, featured on the highly anticipated album that she's going to put out at some point this year uh it'll be called lust for life uh and she actually dropped a a trailer for the album which mm-hmm. is really cool I, kind of original thing but is is very very cool it was like black and white and sort of she's kind of like a witch sort of kind of talking about what her plan is interesting yeah i didn't i did not get the chance to see it but it's beautiful it's beautiful yeah she's great she, uh, she just makes good makes quality work yeah she did i was i was kind of late on the lana 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 del rey uh train but now that i'm on now that i'm on uh i i'm kind of all in i love i love her music dude it's like intoxicating and Mm -hmm. syrupy and beautiful and moody is it it usually just her or does she uh she pair herself with people uh i mean she's actually worked with the weekend a lot Mm -hmm. she was featured on his like last two albums Hmm. And of course they're working together on. I could have some implications for uh, the weekend and Selena Gomez. <laughs> Selena Gomez. Uh oh. Watch out, Selena. Lena Del Bay coming in. I I am super excited though for the new album. Uh, big fan of of Born to Di- uh, Born to Die. Uh, great album. Solid solid work there. Mm. And Ultra Violence, of course. Mm-hmm. Great. She's she's just very talented. I, her voice is. I dare I say. Unique. Dare I say, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. A perfect voice. I love Lana. Wow. Well, we'll, we'll definitely uh, be, yeah, just be keep looking, your, keep looking your, for that new album. Keep your ears peeled. Mm-hmm. You'll hear it when, you'll know when you hear it. Yeah, you, you're going to love it too. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Yeah. Well, something that isn't perfect, the current state of, of the world. The world. It's a mess. Yeah. Uh, it's a mess out there. Uh, and that's not news, but what is news is... General Michael Flynn, <laughs> former your national, former former national yeah, security yeah that's right advisor. all of your former national security advisor uh, he committed a big no no recently mm-hmm. actually not re- I guess 
Uh, it was recently. In the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things, everything is recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, big no-no. He took money, presumably from Russia, uh, didn't disclose it to the government, and he's in hot water, as is the Trump administration. Trump administration, fast approaching the 100-day mark. Yeah, I think they're on like yeah. 90s. I'm going to say high 90s. High somewhere. 90s. Who know? I don't know the exact date. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is this is going to be a very interesting developing situation. See what happens here. Obviously, he's already gone. You know, he mm-hmm. had to resign or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Whenever you don't but, disclose something to the government like that, it's, yeah. it just spells trouble. Yeah. And we we saw it in the form of him leaving, Not, resigning. Yeah. yeah. Could be uh, could be him spending up to five years in the clinic. Probably won't happen, but mm. could be potential yeah. there. I think. I I don't want to I don't want to go off on the the Trump administration here, but uh, I think in my mind so far it's been uh, I'd say one step forward, two steps back. Yeah, I mean he he opened opened up right out of the gate with a lot of um, he put forth a lot of new ideas in the administration. Yeah, he went all in on that executive power type. A little thing. overhaul. Yeah, and as of late, uh, he's kind of hit a wall. Kind of, no pun intended there. Yeah. <laughs> the walls. Yeah, but, but nonetheless, they're they're approaching that hundred day hundred day mark, and it's not as optimistic as it as it was towards the beginning. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think he's doing like a terrible job. Mm-hmm. Granted, I might be a little partial to him. I don't really like the guy. I didn't vote for him. Uh, I didn't vote for anyone because <laughs> I was too lazy. Well, you know, that's that. But uh, I I feel like he's kind of being done a disservice in the, the medium most of the time. Mm-hmm. And he, he complains about that a lot. Sometimes he's right. Most of the time, he's kind of not. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of... Well, being the figure he is, he just automatically is is subject to that kind of scrutiny mm-hmm. um, just because of his title and former position. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, though. He... I, I wish him the best. I hope he does really well from, from here on out. But well, he's got the people he wants. He assembled his team the way he wanted to. Yeah. So I just wish. <laughs> I don't know who I'd rather have, but I just really wish. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I know who I'd rather. I'd rather have Rand Paul. Uh, but you know, especially with the state of the affairs around the current affairs around the world. Global. Global. I we're we're fast approaching World War Three. <laughs> this is no joke. We are. We, have, we haven't said it, but we are. Yeah. No one, no. I'm not saying that we no. that it's World War Three, but we're fast approaching. We're it. fast approaching. Let it be it. said that I haven't said it though. Yeah. Um, and speaking of World, World War Three, the main antagonist of you know, potential. We said no to them in the last episode because we just didn't want to talk about them. But they're back. North Korea is back. North Korea back. They're launching a they actually on their their military anniversary or whatever. I don't understand how your military has an anniversary. It's so weird. If if one country were to celebrate their military's anniversary though, yeah, it would be North Korea. North Korea. Anyways, they're launching a large scale massive artillery drill. Good. Uh, in the eastern region of North Korea. Why are they doing this? To celebrate? Because the first thing that I do when I celebrate is to go out east. <laughs> I head out to we'll say Tyler, Texas. That's east. T- east Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll launch. Uh, I'll bring all my artillery out there and, and just launch your own. Have a drill. Mm-hmm. It'd be like fireworks, except for destructive, and harmful. I'm not sure why they're doing that. Oh, but I am sure of one thing. What's that? South Korea is in danger. South Korea is in danger. Yeah, 
I feel like at some point, what's going what's gonna to set this off? Uh, this can go on the record here. North Korea, this is how this whole thing's going to get kicked off. North mm-hmm. Korea is going to do something stupid, you know, like they, like they currently are doing. Uh, if something's going to go wrong, they're going to accidentally or purposefully attack or inadvertently launch, you know, maybe uh, an artillery drill, and it's going to go haywire and destroy South Korea. So, because we're we're allies with South Korea, we're gonna have mm-hmm. to get involved. Yep. And which would be interesting because China is kind of fencing it right now. They're they're kind of they haven't decided either way, but but for a moment there they they kind of agreed with us. Well, yeah, they're nominal allies yeah. with us. Uh, so, but I feel like they would just kind of pull a little switcheroo there, mm-hmm. flip sides. So it'll end up, end up being Russia, China, North Korea versus everybody because everyone you know. Yeah, once yeah. the U.S. is involved, it's, it's all bets are off. Yeah, all bets are off. Or on. Yeah. Or on. Depends on how but, you yeah, uh, that's kind of the situation there. Mm. Well, uh, That's basically all I have. I don't really... Well, it's out there. Yeah. It's, as always, North Korea is something to look at. Something yes. to keep your eye on. Something to keep your eye on. Keep your ears peeled. Eyes yes. and ears. Well, we had quite... Quite the weekend in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Three games a night, most nights. Uh, we got to see kind of well, two series have been decided. Um, yeah, very early recording on. this on on Tuesday. So well, actually, some. you know what? Special treat. We'll release this on Tuesday. Wow! So if you're hearing this, okay, it's, it's up Tuesday. to date. It's it's up we're, to date. We're 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 live. We're live. We're live here. Um, anyway, two series have been decided. Cavs swept the Pacers, Warriors swept the Trailblazers. No surprises there. Nope. Where there have been some, some surprises, though. Um, Bulls jumped out to the early 2-0 lead. Celtics fought back in Claw- games three and four. Clawed back. Clawed back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's tied at 2-2. Two two. And then, similarly, with the, the Hawks and Wizards, that series is now knotted up at two. Um, I'd like to talk about the, the, the older generation that's in the NBA right now. Yeah. Guys that uh, I, I played with in NBA 2K10, and yeah. I would I would draft for my my franchise. I would pick them up in the fantasy draft. Guys like your Joe Johnson, your your Gerald Green, yes, your your Oof. Darren Williams mm-hmm. is is uh, your Vince Carter, oldest man in the league, um, still still kicking it, still throwing it down. Yeah, uh, here's the thing: their primes, their primes of their season of their careers are behind them. Yeah, um, but. Behind. But when, when you look at the playoffs, you, you you need that kind of experience, that veteran leadership to mm-hmm. to get you through um, these games. And you've seen that with the Utah Jazz primarily because young team, uh, their their best defensive player goes down. But you see Joe Johnson, um, when, when it comes to crunch time, winning two games almost single-handedly yeah. with, with his experience and his isolation um, affinity. And also with, with the Celtics, uh, in large part, it was due to Rajon Rondo getting hurt, um, but also they inserted Gerald Green in, into the starting lineup in Game Three after he hadn't played at all in Game Two, and he provided a spark off the bench. He provided he he essentially became their leader when Isaiah Thomas is um, still affected greatly mm-hmm. by his his loss. Yeah, um, they needed a leader to to get them back into that series, and Gerald Green provided that. And then also with Darren Williams, that Cavs uh, they did sweep. The, the Pacers, but that was a close series throughout the. There were yeah, close every games. game, every yeah. game was pretty much close. Yeah, especially the, the first game because that that was kind of scary because mm-hmm. the Cavs. You figured, man, this game, this series could be going to like 
six or seven games potentially. And that's not good for the Cavs because no. they, they want to get through. You know LeBron. LeBron yeah. loves his rest. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's played. He hasn't played a game five first round game in many, many years. Many, many years. Yes. And during the season, he, he in, prepare, in preparation for that, he wanted to uh, accumulate some, some star power around him. And the guy <laughs> he wanted, that was Darren Williams. Yeah. But, but you saw in, in the series, he would hit critical three-pointers, make critical passes um, when Kyrie was on the bench. Yeah. And that just shows, you know, he's been around the block. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, <laughs> he's not the Darren Williams of old when we, were, when we were having the debate, who's the best point guard in the league, Darren Williams or Chris Paul. Mm, but yeah. but he is he is still um, a above average shooter and a great decision maker. Yeah. Um, Which so. ultimately that's kind of what the Cavs yeah. lacked for mo- the better part of the season mm-hmm. when Kyrie was on the bench. Exactly. Kyrie's got you know obviously when he's in the game he's one of the best ball handlers in the in the league. Very very much so. Uh, but whenever he come off, I mean, kind of a toss up. Yeah. He got what he wanted though, and that's mm-hmm. I mean that, that kind of paid off in the the playoffs, especially you know game in and game out. Get tired. Kyrie needs rest. Yeah. Darren gets to play. Gets him through. Big yeah. time. Well, the team that they swept, the Pacers, they have a, a lot of decisions to be made in this offseason. Yes. Uh, Paul George, free agent. Um, where where do they go as a team? Um, rumors rumors swirling that he he will likely go to L.A. Mm-hmm. If, if he doesn't stay in Indiana. Um, but looking at that team, they're they're built much like a fantasy roster that contains guys that just that just get, get they just make shots. You mm-hmm. have Lance Stevenson, you have Monte Ellis, C.J. Miles, Paul George, um, Lance. Well, I already said Lance Stevenson. Well, Sam Tice, Lance, yeah, Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. Um, <laughs> but looking at that team, you take away Paul George and there's not much there. Yeah. But what you do have is, what I think one of the premier young big men in the league in Miles Turner. Yes. But I just definitely. don't know how high his ceiling is. He. He became their starter this year um, alongside Thaddeus Young, and he he performed well. Mm-hmm. But I don't know with the current scope of the league how how he fits in. He's certainly athletic enough to mm-hmm. move forward. He can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot mm-hmm. pretty well. Uh, very athletic. I would say f- for him, I I think it it'll depend on how well he adjusts to because like you said, the league is changing. Mm-hmm. How well he adjusts to that like evolving. Uh, Will he be able to? Because one thing that impressed me uh, very much so in the in the playoffs was the Celtics. Al Horford, mm-hmm. many times yes. he would carry the ball up the court and he would call plays and they would pick and roll with Al Horford. I'm not saying Mustner has to do that, but if you if he wants to, you know, become a star, that's probably something you can incorporate that into. Yeah, his, like his, his, his style. Gameplay, yeah. yeah. Well, with with uh, Jeff Teague performing as Jeff Teague does. Uh, he's wrapped up for a little bit longer. You have Jeff Teague and Miles Turner, and I guess Lance Stevenson can only play well in Indiana. <laughs> um, so if you keep him, you're probably sitting at an eight seed again, if yeah. without Paul George. Um, but with Paul George, you kind of need to add a couple more pieces. I'm thinking. Uh, to, yeah. To if you make... if you want Paul George to stay, you're gonna yeah. have to add some people in there. Another another team that's looking very precarious in terms of off season. The Los Angeles Clippers, they they just found out that uh, Paul or um, Blake Griffin is out for the rest of the playoffs with a broken toe. Yeah, and that just adds to his extremely long list of injuries. Um, mm-hmm. Free agent after the year as well. Chris Paul has the option to leave. JJ Redick's also a free agent. Um, that team could look completely different at the start of next season. Yeah. No so, more no more Lob City. No no more Lob City. Um, very interesting to. 
to see what will happen. Um, I, you think the Jazz are, Jazz are going to close out the series? I think they will. I think yeah. they will, with, especially with Gobert being back. That was huge. Yeah. He didn't play very much, but the minutes that he got, it was there's a very, very palpable difference. It's a big shift of power when you go from a Jazz team without Gobert and a Clippers team with Blake Griffin to a Jazz team with Gobert and, and a Clippers, Clippers team without Blake Griffin. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting to see where Blake will end up landing if he's not in L.A. Because he's had the injuries, but he's transformed himself into this player. He came in the league. You know, we, we saw the athleticism, Make the ability. Dunk. Yeah, the ability <laughs> to dunk. dunk. <laughs> but he, he's transformed himself into this player that can shoot and yeah, can pass can and well. can play defense on a very high level. Um, mm-hmm. Borderline superstar in my mind. He's not quite there. the guy on a team. Exactly. But you put him on a you, – you put him with a guy like Russell Westbrook who can run pick and roll all day. Yeah, that would be – Pick and pop to Blake, and that's endless possibilities. Yeah, that would be pretty um, incredible. Very, very interesting to see where he could he could end up. Um, yeah. yeah. So tonight, uh, Thunder and Rockets game five. Uh, it's probably done for the – Yeah, the Rockets have – Thunder for the Thunder. Rockets are at home. They have the opportunity to close out the series. Thunder, they looked very good at home, but that's – I think I think a <laughs> – with the energy and the fan base, how how mm. much they care at the, the what is it the energy Chesapeake Chesapeake Energy, energy Arena. Arena yeah yes that that place is awesome but it's one of one of the only arenas that is sold out every night yeah um, I can't imagine the them not playing well there in yeah. the playoffs but away from home <sighs> on the verge it's of big difference elimination it's yeah it's tough yeah uh so Rockets probably close out that one yes um. In five games, which is about what we expected. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe the six. But Thunder stole stole a game. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook stole a game. Obviously, Jazz and Clippers are tonight too. Yes, Jazz I think I think Jazz continue uh, their momentum mm-hmm. from game four. Yeah, and then Grizzlies and Spurs. The now Grizzlies, this is interesting. Yeah, the Grizzlies have kind of Grizzlies fought back in um, what what I my favorite game of the playoffs so far. They went into overtime. It was Mike Conley essentially versus Kawhi Leonard, the two quietest superstars in the league, yeah. going at each other, uh, possession after possession, ultimately ending in a Mark goal, Mark Gasol buzzer beater. Um, yes, from the free throw line. Beautiful. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, I I would I'd never thought the series was gonna get to. Two two. Uh, Interesting to note, Pop has. Um, let me get this right. He's never lost a game five after losing a game three and a game four. Wow. Never lost a game five. I, so I believe it. He he he's he's the coach that that makes those kind of adjustments to where his team gets in line. Um, so if I was if I was betting man, which I'm not, uh, I would bet on the Spurs. Um, but I'm pulling for the Grizzlies. Yeah, I yeah. that's definitely yeah my sentiment there, because the Grizzlies have been there pretty much year in and year out. Take for that sure. for data, for, David for Fisdale. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see them get some Me get too. some work. I would love to see that yep. as well. Well, switching sports gears gears. <laughs> um, <laughs> what 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 once was the premier running back in the league, Adrian Peterson of the Minnesota Vikings? Yes. No longer. No longer with the Minnesota Vikings. He's he's moved on to a different team. And that team, the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, huge pickup from them. Much needed. Mm-hmm. That running game was... Yeah. Ooh. Mark Ingram was was there. That's he was present. That's when Mark, Mark Ingram Mark. is your, your premier back, your guy yeah. in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a, it's a two-year deal, one guaranteed, one player option for about $7 million. So it's 
a, st- a very big steal, very good bargain yeah. for the Saints. Um, Adrian Peterson, huge steal off, for for Adrian Peterson as well. As I think. well, yeah. Getting paid seven million dollars without any knees. A steal, a steal both ways. He's literally missing a knee. Mm-hmm. If he can be any any shell of himself, I think that helps the Saints. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, there's there's not much uh, risk in this move, um, but excited to see how he'll how he'll do behind Drew Brees. Yes. Um, should open up some. Should open up a. Him. It should add a different dimension to a Saints team that's <laughs> been pretty pass heavy. Yes. For for the recent decade. Ever. ever. The recent ever. Yeah. Recent ever. Well, I'm sorry. No. Excuse me, Marshall. No. Deuce McAllister. Deuce McAllister. I was about to say yeah. Marshall Falk. That's Rams. Well, excuse Marshall Falk, too. Yes. <laughs> Deuce McAllister. Deuce McAllister. Uh, Ten seconds of NHL news. Here we go. It's playoff time. <laughs> we all love the NHL playoffs. Here the Washington Capitals begin their series with the Pittsburgh Pirates this Thursday. The Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Pirates. The Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins. They're crossing <laughs> sports, actually. Um, uh, high stakes on the line the here. Love the NHL. Give me your quick prediction. It's Caps year. Baby. Caps year. Caps year. So I'm taking Capitals. Capitals in five. Okay. Uh, there it is. That's quick. We're Caps done. Year, baby. All right. Moving on to the Parthenon. Our uh, Parthenon segment. Our Parthenon uh, segment where we where we list a few of our favorite things in, in random categories that today, we change. Today we've got facial hair. Facial hair and Par- film. Facial hair and film, yeah. Sorry. Not mm-hmm. just facial in general. Yeah. Well. We could. We'll do that sometime. We could. I'm sure. But, but film. Fictional facial hair. Yes. Parthenon, here we go. Uh, First up, one of, one of our favorite, yes, my absolute favorite, favorite characters I, I envy, in general. I envy this hair oh. so hard. Uh, it's Joaquin Phoenix in Inherent Vice. Uh, he's got. Well, he's, well, well, he's a private PI here, so yeah. he's disheveled to begin with. Yeah, he's awesome. Just, um, but yes, go ahead and walk us these, through. He got these big, beautiful chops uh, running down the side of his face, and kind of this long, shaggy hair that just goes perfectly mm-hmm. with it. And he's always wearing like these glasses and stuff, mm-hmm. so it's just like an amazing look. It's so great, but the on chops, the, man. On there's the coast, nothing like it. Uh, there's nothing like it. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Another guy with great chops, Sean Connery in the film, <laughs> the the man who would be king. It's based on a Rudyard Kipling novel, mm-hmm. um, but he stars alongside Michael Caine. But that's not that's not that's beside the point. Yeah, we're, we don't care about that. The movie's in black and white, mm-hmm. and um, Sean Connery obviously big presence in terms of his voice. But you look at his his salt and peppery uh, chops, and he's he's walking the plains of. Africa and um, just searching, searching for gold and, and such, and he has a turban on most of the time, and it really completes this look of um, power and and manhood. Um, Sean Connery, one of the, the premier men in mm, yeah, in, premier men. Yeah, he's just sure. he's just a man guy. Um, yeah, but I love I love the look, especially in the black and white. Uh, okay, so going to uh, a movie that is just rife with mm-hmm. facial hair, mm-hmm. Tombstone. Yes, you got Kurt Russell. Uh, Sam Elliott, um, Val Kilmer, Val Kilmer, and Bill Paxton. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a tough, tough pick out of all the guys in that in that film. All four of them could could be on this Parthenon. Yes, definitely easily. Like Sam Elliott's big old bushy mustache, mm-hmm. and then sort of uh, Kurt Russell's kind of a big, thick, curly yes. mustache. But I, I think uh, Val Kilmer is very underappreciated. Mm-hmm. He's got that nice little kind of goatee going with the the really thin mustache it kind of yeah. gives him this kind of little squirrely little look to him he's kind of right kind of like a little uh i don't know what the word is a little uh, fox a little fox yeah. yeah sly sly guy cunning yes. cunning very cunning uh so that's uh, that, that's why i pick him out of all the, the facial hair in that movie i have yeah. one more okay from the the coen brothers remake of true grit 
Matt Damon. He has this wonderful little mustache. Um, Matt Damon, a guy who's usually clean-shaven. You yeah. see him in Jason Bourne and um, other films. Actually, you really only see him in Jason Bourne. Yeah, but, it's the only time I remember. But uh, he's got this nice little mustache. And he's not in the movie for, for a, a large portion. But when he is, he, he has this terrible accent. He pronounces adios as adios. Like adios. he's got these, this harsh Texas Ranger accent. Love that. Um, and when, when he, he pronounces it and you see that mustache move, it just really completes his image. And I thought it was a very nice touch to a, a character that mm-hmm. otherwise is um, forgettable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Moving on quickly now. We've got uh, birthdays. Yes, we do. We mentioned them earlier in the show. Yes. Is this? This is this is up. Yeah. We're okay. Good. Okay. We're yeah. good. We're good. Mentioned him earlier in the show. Channing Tatum, turning thirty-seven. God, he's that old. He's crazy. He doesn't look it. No, he no. looks forever young. He's yes. going to be forever young yes. too. Forever hilarious and beautiful. Oof. Wow. Still, still has many years ahead of him. Um, yes. Um, and then we mentioned uh, her father and the show, like we always do. It's Melania Trump. Her father. Her her husband. Sorry. <laughs> well, old enough to be his her father. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's just it's confusing. You see the age and her husband. Sorry. Yes. Melania, golly, forty-seven. Youngest is she the youngest first woman, first lady? I don't know. There's probably been some real cougar presidents out there who married pretty young. I don't know. She might be. Maybe, I don't maybe she. Jackie honestly, Kennedy might be. I'm gonna be honest, and I'm, this might be a little rude, but she kind of looks older than forty-seven to me in my mind. Maybe it's just like all the makeup she wears all the time. Yeah. I don't know. There's potential. I mean, she kind of looks older. She looks older. I don't know. A guy who is older though. Kevin James, Paul Blart. Paul Blart. He's turning 52. Uh, um, great actor. Uh, been in very many good films. Very, very many good films. Good films. Just whenever, whenever I see Kevin James on it on an actor list, I know, hey, that's a good film. <laughs> you know, you know, you, you know what you're gonna get with Kevin James. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we've got a little bit of news, and then uh, we'll we'll wrap it up. We'll end. Mm-hmm. Big, big time news. First something guest. Look, something to look forward to. Yeah. Friend of the program, Troy Thomason, will be making, or we say will be. This is not set in stone. He should be, hopefully will be, making an appearance on a special edition weekend podcast. That's right. Uh, target date, we've got Friday or Saturday this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is exciting. Our we, first guest. Yeah. And he's going to be a good guest. We've kind of talked about this for a while now. Yeah. Uh, we've got a good show coming up. Big things so coming. So make sure you tune in. Yeah. yeah make sure you tune in to hear to hear a different voice on, on yes. uh, the Info Cafe. Yeah. Well, from all of us, all the staff over the, here, the team here, the at team at Info Cafe, the producers, uh, our intern, everybody, our statistician. Yeah, we'd like to say thanks for listening. Uh, we'll, we'll see you later in the week. Yeah. And uh, good luck. Yeah, good luck. <laughs>